From the Reawaken America Tour, Trump Doral Property, the Flyover Conservative Show. All right, Flyover family, we're still backstage in Miami, Florida, the Doral Property, and uh, we've got a rare treat. Somebody you see on, on TV, somebody you see in, in uncomfortable interviews, talking to deep state, trying to get gotcha questions, and uh, we're going to have like a, a real-life personal conversation with General Counsel Alina Hava. How are you doing? Hey. How are Welcome. you? Welcome. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's good to have you. You know, that where you jumped on the radar for me, you've been doing quite a few things, but yeah. at the Washington, uh, yeah. D.C. The that, purple that dress. Day, yes. That, that day, because it was... You, you you came out on the stage that day like like a lion let out of its cage. Yeah, I was angry. And and but controlled anger and focused and intense. And after that, I was like, "Who is this?" You know. And we'd seen you around before, but there was something different, not just about you, but about your role in this process of what I call just Operation Save America. Right. And your ability to deal with the press in a way that was clear. Not condescending in a bad way, but almost like you would explain to a child the truth yeah. when they're confused. What, yes. what, what was that moment like for you that day? So I often am so busy that I don't get to write speeches like tonight, um, like every night. And I remember that morning being on the plane and the president was trying to speak to him. And I said, sir, I still don't know what I have to say. I have to think. And I went away yeah. from for a minute and I prayed on it and I said... What do I say? What do I say? I mean, this is now with second indictment or third. I can't have lost track. Sure. And I need, it was the second, I believe. And I said, I just, I need to know what they need to hear. And I thought, you know what? Alina, don't talk like a lawyer. Just basic scheduling math. This is what they do. They do this, then they do this. They do yeah. this, and yep. then they do this. And they come after him because they can't get him. And you keep fighting him because we're going to be stronger. And that moment, honestly, was a grace of God because I I had already done one of them. And I, di- I just said, I just don't feel like people hear me. But that day, I didn't go to court. I said, no, I'm going to stand outside. I'll do the press for you, sir. I wasn't even supposed to be there. He decided the day before, Alina, go out there and talk to the press. I said, all right, I'll do what I can do. And I was so happy because, like you said, I spoke in plain English yeah. and explained what the deep state is. So I think it, I think it was it worked obviously, and and it's important for people to understand how deeply demonic they are. It, it had the vibe of a, of a mom talking to her child about bedtime, <laughs> yeah. but not in a condescending way, but clear yep. and like I'm going to say this so that you understand it, yeah. and I mean business. It yeah. was that kind of. It yeah. felt like that. Thank you, thank you for that. I hope well, so. You, you seem like you weren't willing to get down in the mud and wrestle with him. You're like, no, I'm just not going to do that. Like, I'm above that, and yeah. we don't even have to do well, that. Well, I do think I'm above that. I think that, look, there's a lot of lawyers that won't take this job. Yeah. Not for President Trump, but won't take a high-profile job. That means that you have to be public about your religious stance. You have to be public about your political stance. And there's people on both sides that won't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. And I think if we don't start doing that in this country, but doing it respectfully, mm-hmm. and there's a lack of yeah. respect in this country. Yeah. And I respect both sides, but I don't respect demonic behavior. I don't respect yes. witch hunts. I don't respect people that want to ruin my children, my country. Yep. I don't respect that. But do I respect if you're liberal? Absolutely. And I miss being able to talk to people. But I will tell you this. There's strength when you finally identify who you are as a human being and who you want to be as an American and who you want your children to see. 
And that was one of the moments, for instance, that I, I said, you know, my children will look back at this and I want them to be proud of me. But huge. more importantly, I want them to get President Trump back in the office so that yeah. we can fix this mess. We all do, too. You actually yeah. sit on stage and we're going to put that down below so people can actually hear your full speech from tonight if they missed it. But you talked about wins that yeah. President Trump is having and that you're having. You guys are suing Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And, and I, I think it's important for the flyover family to know that because we don't always hear no that. No one knew. There's Five people raised their hands. It was crazy. I've won four lawsuits in the last two years. You would think President wow. Trump has lost everything. Yeah. And, and that's the biggest takeaway that I can say. How many of you know that I sued Hillary Clinton? How many of you know that when I sued her, I got dismissed and fined? And guess what? Now we're on appeal. And I, I'm not going to back down. It was, the, it was for Russia hoax. And I believe in what I did. But then there's... You know, then there's the other stuff they don't hear. Michael Cohen, why wouldn't you cover that? But the point is that's media coverage. You have to educate yourself and you have to dig deep if you really want to educate yourself. Yes, it's the truth. It's, that is exactly But we right. are winning. We're Amen. winning. President Trump is winning. He is a faithful man. He believes in this country. He is fighting for this country. And whether the news will, will cover it or not, I'm going to keep doing this to let people know we are actually winning. Yeah. 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 He, he, he looks good, too. He looks great. And yeah, he's I, I, doing I forget well. which, uh, which event. It might have been when he went to D.C. that day. I remember he coming down uh, off the, uh, the the stairs of the plane. Yeah. And he and he came down, and it was like more like uh, Russell Crowe and Gladiator walking into the ring. It wasn't a broken man no. or a defeated man. No, it was a man in battle. Mm -mm. But he looked clear. He, he, and he came down, he stopped, and he like looked at the cameras, and it was just like, I'm like, this guy's a winner. Yeah. He, and he is winning. Oh, well, you yeah, can see it true. clearly. It's true. So we know it. It's unfortunate that most people don't right. know, but we're doing well. And we're going to keep fighting. It's not that much of a witch hunt when you have somebody fighting back. That's and, right. And I've got him fighting back, and I'm fighting for him. So we're, we're going to do what we need to do. We'll be fine. We'll and we have a fine. lot of people praying. There are a Thank lot God. of a people lot. praying I'll for you, praying for President Trump, Thank praying you. for the Trump Thank family. You. And you said it on stage, and you're exactly right. He is the only man at this point that's anointed to be able to save America. It's true. You know, it's been prophesied where people have been saying for years that President Trump would have two terms. Yeah. And in those terms that he is anointed to be able to save this country and yeah. God is using him during this time. Yeah, I, I really do believe that. And like I said up there, I believe God has a plan and the plan includes all the ugly, all the things we don't want to see, but there yeah. is a plan right now. We have to believe in that yeah. because if we don't, where are we? We're lost. That's right. Stacey's on the board with an organization called Pastors for Trump. There's over 7,000 clergy that are a part Love of that. that. And there's, you know, regular conference calls and praying. There's that. Um, we've been in, I don't know, five or six states in the last week and flew. And I had a red hat from the golf course, just some of the Trump golf course hats. And I mean, we're in California. We were in Bakersfield. We were in San Jose. We were in Amazing. South Carolina. We Kansas I got, City, Missouri. I mean, we're not talking a little bit. I got nothing but high fives and, and thumbs up. And, and now some of them are. That's it. The country's waking up. Yes. Yeah. It, any, any, of course, Eric, Eric, Eric Trump. Trump's on stage yes, kind of Eric stealing Trump. our. I'm gonna make, uh, Eric, I, know, I had to knock him down with yeah. a couple <laughs> notches. You heard me. But, but any vibe that they try to create that, that we're a 50-50 country kind of torn on these issues is, no. is, is, I think, just a real false narrative. It's yeah. not a, hey, happen. Everywhere I went, they're like this. Some of the, now some of it was cowardly. It was guys who were like. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. I'm like, you wimp. You yeah, know, say uh, it. Yeah, no, come say on. it. Say come it loud. You wear a cross, torn. don't you? Say yeah. it. Yes. But say we're not torn. That's no. right. We're not no. actually. We're stronger. There's more of us than there are them. That's right. You got to remember that. And, and I'm not afraid at all. And I'm out there in, in the sticks with everybody. And 
fighting. And, and, you know, I walk in New York, there's protesters, and I look at them, and I'm like, why aren't you working? Right. It's 9.30. I'm going to work. What are you yeah. doing? Right. Yes. You You're not going to get paid. Free time? No. Okay. But let's go back to a, a moment for you. I think a lot of people have a thing where they got to decide what they're about. Yeah, you know, I and I hope everybody has that opportunity in life because yeah. some people go through their whole life well, and never have to do it. You can't go back. I have right. to make that moment. And I'm sure if I got this timeline right, but you were a member of, of the Ben Minister Club. That's right. You did your research. And, and, and you're, you're, you're a part of that world. Obviously, you're drawn to the quality. We're at a Trump property right now. And I just like the way it smells when you walk in your room. I know. It's amazing. I, I don't know if President Trump smells like this, but the... <laughs> The, but the bright, I don't know either. For the record. It is whenever you walk in, no, it's, exactly. it's, it's, it's excellent. The, the, everything is clean and smells good, and right. it's great. So you're a part it's a brand. of it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a you're, brand. You're, you're a part of that. Yeah. What was it like in the moment to transition from having? I don't think a, I knew I was transitioning into that. By the way, I hate that word right now. <laughs> you have to be careful with that true, word. They ruined, ruined that <laughs> they word. Ruined it. But for you to move on to I'm this, like start twitching. Yeah. Under this side of, no, of no, the team, because you knew what was going to come with that. You know what? I did. Um, and there were people that warned me. There were, there were, you know, parts of my husband's family, parts of other family that warned me. And I said, but I got one chance at this yeah. life. Yeah. You know, there's heaven, there's everything else, but I got one chance. That's right. I'm going to make my mark. And I always believe God put me somewhere for a reason, and that's part of his plan. So I'm here, and honestly, I haven't regretted it for one minute. I mean, we were born for such a time as this. I it's not an that. accident. I agree with that. My friend Siggy always says that you were born for such a time as yeah. this, and he put you here for a reason. Yep. So I'm happy. That, that's why we started our podcast. You know, it's interesting. Our son, who's our producer, has little children, and we looked at those kids and thought, we've got to do everything that we can to try to help to save this country for them. I didn't decide that. You know, he decided that for me. President Trump decided that for me. I started as his lawyer, and then he said, no, you're going to go do this, and you're going to get out there, and you're going to, you can speak. Go do it. Go do it. Do it for the country. He said, do it for the country, and I will never forget it. And I said, okay. And I remember my first time I went on Hannity, and I was like, so I had only worked for him, I think, for a, a month or two. Wow. He wow. said, Melina, you're going on Hannity two, two hours. I said, sir? <laughs> he said, do it for the country. I'm like, okay. That's amazing. We interviewed Laura Trump, and she, she relayed the conversation of when he asked her to go win North Carolina for oh, him. That's right. And she's like, yeah, I can do that. And she's like, what am I thinking? What am I, how, how do I do that? But he has that. You know, he can look at you in the eye and tell you, you can do it. And that's what I said. It's the Trump family. It's everybody behind me. I can't do this by myself. But they can take a normal person, a normal lawyer who had a good life and say, you're also, by the way, going to give up some of your good life and lack of privacy, but you're going to do it for this country. And you're going to do it and you're going to be great. And and he is a cheerleader and they all are. And and that's wow. why I fight so hard. It's empowering. He's, He's empowering. empowering. Look yeah. at what we're doing now. Yeah. You know? I said that. They don't, Eric doesn't need to be here right now. He's right. coming early yep. to watch. But they push their people and they they support us and they really do. It's amazing. Well, we'll we're going to let you go. My final question for you is our slogan here is wake up, speak up, and show up. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and I think it's so important Pray for up. Americans. We're yes. missing Pray up. Pray that up. is exactly right. Speak up. Yeah, Pray and up. speak yeah, up. Speak yeah. up. Yeah. So what would be your recommendation for somebody that's listening and thinking, man, what do I have to bring? What would be your recommendation? What are different ways that people can speak up I and show that, up? Listen, there's a couple of things. Number one, election integrity right now. You can you can show up and make sure that our elections are safe. You can volunteer to make sure that they're not stuffing ballots, not doing anything they shouldn't be doing. And then you can pray. And if you have the means, you can donate to the campaign. But that's, you know, that's it. To me, we got to get this country out of this mess. I mean, I don't know how we're going to survive another year, but we got to do it and we will. And and you know what? He'll be. This is all part of a plan. I keep saying that even the atrocities that we are seeing right now, it's part of a plan. If you believe in God, 
you believe that this is all a plan. Amen. I really believe that. Well, thank you for what you're doing. You're a great yes. example. Thank you know, you. and I think if we say on this show all the time, everybody wanted Donald Trump to do 80 million things to save the country. The real answer, though, is 80 million of us doing one thing each day. Well, just remember, he's back to follow that example. And yes. he's, but he's backing all of us. He's backing me. He's backing you. And, and he's pushing us all to come out here and speak yep. and, and to go to church and to do what we need to do every day to keep surviving in this despicable world that is yeah. becoming our country, unfortunately. But but that's that's all because we have faith. Yep. And if we didn't have faith in him, I don't know what we would do. Honestly, I don't. That's exactly right. Well, thanks Alina, for thank your you example. So much. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Our founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children, what it once was like in America when men were free. Hey, hey! I'm really sad I had to leave New York and Letitia James to be with you all, I gotta say. So I wanna thank you personally for taking me out of the swamp of New York and out of the swamp of DC where I was yesterday to be here with some God-loving people, so thank you. Thank you. Um, I must admit, I, I said I, I wasn't sure what I was going to speak about today. And then I thought, well, let me tell them something that they don't know. And that is what it's like to represent the biggest savage in America right now, President Donald J. Trump. So I'm going to walk you through. First of all, I, thought, I think you forgot, Clay, you forgot one title, which is that I am the witch hunt slayer. You can keep bringing it, folks, but I'm going to keep fighting it for our president. So, so let me walk you through what a week is like as President Trump's lawyer and spokeswoman. Now, never mind TV, never mind all that fun stuff. I end up starting my week with the beautiful Letitia, as my president calls him, Peekaboo James. I got to go in there and fight the swamp with a judge who won't give us a jury and fight hard against people that think Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million. That's, that's how I start my week. Then we go to D.C. I was in D.C. a couple days ago to make a statement for a victim. Who is that victim? President Trump. Because somebody who works for a CIA-backed company, Booz Allen Hamilton, decided it was okay to go into the vault, take Donald Trump's tax returns and give it to the New York Times while he was a sitting president and election, the head of candidate for 2020. Do you know what that's called, folks? Election interference. So that's not the end of the week. Then we got to come back down here and deal with the boxes. I never thought my law degree would make me handle so many boxes. First, the fake news says I forgot to check a box. Then, 
I hear that there's boxes in Mar-a-Lago. And my entire career has been for three years fighting people with boxes where they say there's classified documents, there's not classified documents, AGs that are corrupt, DAs that are corrupt, and never mind the women that are corrupt, but we fight them all. Amen to that. So when President Trump hired me, there was a thorough process, and I said to him one thing, sir, I am so honored but I am not a political person. I will do all your lawsuits. I will handle whatever you ask me as a, a litigator, but I will not be anywhere near politics. <laughs> yeah, he had the last laugh on that. So let me tell you what I know of President Trump, because I think it's important. He is being fought hard by the deep state. They are coming at him in a way I have never seen. And meanwhile, we have real problems with children's heads getting cut off in Israel. But our country is not far from that. And if we don't start fighting that deep state and the corruption that I've seen, we are in trouble. So let me tell you what I've seen. I've got judges that when I go into court, and I've practiced law, unfortunately, for almost 20 years. It's sad. I don't want to admit my age. But when I went into court... Every year for 15 years before I worked for President Trump, I used to say, hello, my name is Alina Haba. I'm an attorney, I represent X, and I'm here for this case. I would get through a case. Cases would go normally, two years, three years. I would have discovery, I would have no problems. Let me explain to you what happens now. I get up in court and I say, hi, my name is Alina Haba, and I represent the greatest president of all time. It's true. It's true. And when they give me that look, I go, let's go, boys. Let's go, New York. Let's go. Wherever it is, I can tell you, Georgia, New York, Florida. Let me tell you what you don't see. We're fighting and we're winning, but the fake news won't tell you. It's true. It's true. You know, I spoke in Florida a couple months ago, and I did an exercise with the group, and I'm going to do it with you now. So who here, we're going to raise our hands, ready? Who here knows that a year ago, I sued Hillary Clinton and the deep state and all of those bad actors that did the Russia hoax? Who here actually knows? Raise your hand. Ten of you? That's right. Why don't you know? That's right. But I'm here today to tell you, we sued them, we sued them hard. And you know what they did? They fined us, the president and I, a million dollars. And you know what I did? I woke up the next day and I kept fighting. Now who here knows who Michael Cohen is? My favorite. You all know who he is, right? Okay. Who here knows that President Trump and I beat him in court six months ago when he sued him. You didn't know that either, did you? So I'm here to send you one very loud message. What the fake news covers, and by the way, the fake news is everyone. Okay? Just because I go on Fox, just because I go on those stations doesn't mean they're pro-Trump. They're pro-ratings. So let's be clear. Those are two big cases. You had no idea that President Trump sued Hillary Clinton.
You had no idea that he sued members of the FBI. He sued everyone that came after him for Russia hoax. He was impeached once. They made it stronger. Impeached twice, he stayed. He was fine. And now we got how many indictments? I'm losing count. But you know what I care about more? What am I going to say when we go to indictment number four? It's fine. Bring it. Bring it. End of the day, here's the truth. The wins they won't tell you because they want you to be scared. They want you to be worried that you're backing people that have no shot. And they want to distract you. They give you clips. They give you sound bites. But I'm there. And unfortunately for President Trump, it's a sad day when he has to make his lawyer his spokesperson. But that is what the war is now. It's no longer warfare. It's lawfare. That's what we're dealing with. So let me just make sure you all understand something very clearly. We're doing well. We will take down every single witch hunt head on because that is what they are. There are no facts. All they want is those indictments. All they want is those headlines to scare the living daylights out of every American and think that we are stuck with Sleepy Joe. We're not. We're not. So let's talk about the other part that they attack, the election. Let's talk about how they're trying to tie him up by making people like me and him go to court. Subpoenas, depositions, literally witch hunts. Why? Because you go after a witch hunt when you are so afraid that you cannot control that person, that you need to take them down. That's the devil's work. That's not God's work. You know, I met a beautiful woman in the back just a minute ago, Amanda. Oh, there she is. There's Amanda. I was just about to talk about you. Amanda came up to me and she said, we're so excited that you're here. I said, well, I'm so excited to be here, but I've been tied up on trial and I haven't given it two seconds of thought what I'm going to say. And she said, let's pray. And that's it. So let me tell you a part about me. I'm a God-loving woman. I believe in God and I believe there is no mistakes in life. There's a plan and we are all part of a plan. This is part of a plan. The atrocities happening in Israel is a plan. It's not a plan we like, but it's part of the plan. And all we can do is pray. So what I want to do is say to you that every day that I'm with President Trump, a man who I know loves this country more than anybody I've ever met, I always tell them the same thing. Sir, this is part of God's plan. And I want you to know that. Because he is the fearless, the most fearless, resilient human being I have ever met in my life. Somebody came up to him and said, Mr. President, how do you wake up every morning and get dressed and go out and act like they're not trying to put you in jail because they can't beat you in the ballots? And he says, I'm not afraid. And what's the opposite of fear, everybody? Faith. I live by those words. 
The opposite of fear is faith. It's true. It's true. Well, what else can I tell you that you don't know? Let's see. We got Letitia James. Fanny. Oh, is he going to be the speaker? <laughs> so what I tell you, I'm not doing politics. I keep insisting. No way, I'm not doing politics. That's what I, he had the last, boy, did he have the last laugh on that one. Yes, sure, Alina, sure, sure. I, you know what I want to talk about, honestly? His family. Let me talk about his family. I don't think they get enough credit. Let's talk, you know, everybody's focused on Trump, and, and he is a person, but we all know, anybody in here that has family, we all have family. Whether you're fighting with your family, whether you love your family, whatever it is, we all have family. But nobody exists in this world without the love from their family. And that's another fake news story that I deal with every day. But his family is targeted the way he is targeted in the legal world every single day. Every single day. And his family extends beyond his children and his wife. His family is his organization, Americans, me, he treats everybody in his orbit like they are family. So when I see him fight, and I've seen him, I've seen him upset, but never sad. The more they try and hit him, that man gets up and fights like you have never seen, ever. And I cannot wait until he cleans up that deep state. It's true. They are going to get a reckoning that they have never seen, I will tell you right now. So let me just say, they want me to speak for 30 minutes, but, you know, legal stuff's kind of boring. So listen, and I'm, I don't sing like Laura. I'm not good like that. I don't, I, you know. Dan, no, I don't. No, the only dancing I do is in the courtroom, and it's pretty badass, I'll tell you that. Now, let me just say this. Listen, at the end of the day, all I can tell you is the judges are, in fact, swayed by politics. And I hate to say that because I'm an American and I love this country. When I went to law school to become a lawyer, I thought that that was where law and order was. I thought if I go to court and I stand up and I fight for this country and I abide by the laws, that meant something. But then I saw that somebody who steals a president's tax returns or somebody who sleeps with hookers and does things that are forbidden and takes guns and things that he shouldn't have will get a plea agreement. I started to lose faith in the laws of this country in a bad way. So I'm going to fight harder. That's it. We don't have a choice. This country was, was literally the bedrock of this country is the Constitution. Number one. So there's only a few things I believe in. It's very simple. I believe in my family. I love my family. But I believe in God. I do believe in guns. <laughs> and I believe in country. And when I say I believe in country, that means I believe in the people that will protect our country. And the, the only way you can protect this country is to protect our laws, is to protect our children, to not allow open borders, to not allow disgusting, despicable mentality of these, I hate to say it, but the liberal mentality is ruining our country.
I can't take it anymore. I got babies. Don't mess with my babies. No, 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 no. So while I, I really do, do think that you need to know he's going to be okay, for anything, know that his God-loving lawyer is right behind him. It's true. And I'm not just fighting for him. I'm fighting for this country with him. Because there truly is nobody that can fix the mess that we are in right now, other than President Trump. That's the truth. Where's Hillary? Is she going to deep? What is she going to do? Is she going to fix me? What am I going to get deplatformed or deep? What was it? Deprogrammed? Yeah, deprogram this, Hillary. Where is she? Where is she? You know, one of the greatest things was when they took Nancy Pelosi out of the house. I thought that was one of the best things I ever saw. It's eviction time, folks. Bye-bye. All right, so I'm going to be short. I'm going to let Eric come up here because his last name is T-R-U-M-P. But I do want to tell you who he is before, and I'm going to steal Clay's thunder real quick. Sorry. So Eric Trump actually happens to be one of my best friends, and I, I'm very fortunate because originally I was supposed to speak after him tonight, correct, Clay? And Clay switched it up, and then he put me before him. So Eric and I, like any friends, we tease each other, and he said, oh, good luck, Haba. You're after me. That means the room will be cleared out. <laughs> Bet you didn't think I was going to tell him that, Trump. <laughs> Let me tell you seriously what they go through. And, and I can say this because I love all of them, truly, from Melania, Barron, all of them, all of them. They're such good people. And they're not going to show you what a family they are, but all of them. Laura was here earlier. She's a saint. But they have gone through hell. They have really, truly gone through hell. And people like them come here and cheer me on when I should be cheering them on. But that is who they are. Because I'm an American that's fighting, just like everybody else. But what they go through is unfair, it is ungodly, and it is barbaric. It is barbaric, I assure you. You only see 10% of it. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm happy to say that I'm fortunate enough to call these people my friends, and Eric my friend, because there are days when it's hard. There are days when it's hard for you to watch the news and to keep faith. And I know that. It's got to be hard. You see things. You think he's going to jail in two months. You think they're going to have him in an orange suit. And you think he's going to be out there and no voice and we're not going to be able to vote because he's going to be taken off the ballots. Here's what I say. Try and take him off the ballots. It wouldn't matter if you did. Good luck, folks. So all I want to say to you, you know, they asked me, how can we support you? You know how you can support me? Pray for the Trump family. Really pray for them. Because they're our fighters, and they're our face. And they're people of faith, and they believe in this country more than anything. And I can tell you firsthand, there is no one in this country that loves it more than they do. I'm going to give it to Clay, introduce my best friend. <laughs> Thank you.
All right, Alina, before we let you leave, I know so many people here are praying for President Trump and for your legal mind. And so I wanted to bring Amanda Grace up here so we can all stand and pray for you. Okay, so Amanda Grace, come on up here. Let's welcome Amanda Grace onto the stage here. And we're just going to lift up the Team Trump here and Alina in prayer. I'm going to pass the mic here to Amanda. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, we come before you. We praise you that you are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality, and might. Father, we humble ourselves before you, acknowledging that Jesus Christ, Yeshua, was sent to the earth and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and died for our sins and purchased us and redeemed us at Calvary by the shedding of his blood, Lord, and that he rose again in three days. He is victoriously seated at your right hand. He is our advocate before your throne. And Father, we come boldly but humbly to the throne of grace, Father, this day in agreement, Father, in this room bringing Alina and the entire Trump family, Father God, before you, for your courts are higher than the earthly courts. And we bring before you this case, Father, of what is happening, Father, for nothing is too difficult for you. You are an ever-present help in times of trouble. Father, you are bound by your word, and you say you will repay back sevenfold, not times, but fold, what the enemy has stolen. Father, everything the enemy has tried to steal for them this day, we petition you before your throne to give it back sevenfold unto them. Father, fill Alina, Lord, fill her. Continue with your wisdom, with your Holy Spirit, Father God. Order her words. Order her steps, Father God. Put a hedge and shield of protection around her. Father, we ask you dispatch your holy angels of all rankings and divisions to surround the Trump family, their children, Father God, and to keep them all safe, to make a hedge, a shield, and a wall of protection as they go forth, Father, that you would dismantle, disable, confuse, nullify, void, disarm, and dismantle every argument, every lofty argument that has been set that the enemy has set in the high places, that it would dismantle, Father God, not only in your courts first and then sent into the earth, but in the earthly courts, Father God. Give them favor where they never thought they would have any, Father. Let them feel tangibly your presence, Father God. Let them hear you. Let them know your voice. Hear your voice, know your voice, and as strangers, they will not follow, Father. Lord, any plot, expose it ahead of time. Shine your light on it. Expose it, Father God. Thwart it. Give them the brilliant strategies right now, Lord, from heaven that they need to fight this demonic wickedness, Lord, that is happening on this earth. Father, we release our faith now. We ask according to Ephesians 6, you put your whole and complete armor on all of them this day. Lord, in Jesus' name as they go forth, and that, Lord, your name would be glorified above all, that you would bring the victory. We release our faith as a weapon of our warfare that is not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down and destruction of struggles. God, it is God who is ultimately going to win this, using vessels that he fills. Father, fill them overflowing, Lord. Let them see you and hear you and know you more than they ever have. This entire family, Father God, Alina and the legal team, Father, miracle after miracle, Father God, let it increase their faith, Lord, for the battle is yours. You say, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. We remind you of that right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, we praise you, we glorify your name, amen and amen. What a blessing.
our founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or the moon landing, chemtrails, the Nephilim, demons? Those are all things that fascinate me. Decided to use our platform of the Flyover Conservative podcast and create a new show called Conspiracy Conversations. Every Saturday morning, we get together with some of the brightest minds in the world that have spent thousands of hours on a topic, churning through the research, looking at things they've traveled, they've been to the locations, they're looking for the truth because they're as curious as you and I are about what's true. What is really true about our past, where we came from, where we are, and where we're going? We don't bring on guests to iron out their wrinkles and find out the things that we disagree on. No more than I go to the grocery store and, and, and try to put everything in the whole store in my cart. I just try to walk out with better ideas than I had when I walked in. If you got something inside you that's like, what about that? I don't even know if I agree, but I would like to hear them out. If you have an open mind and a curious heart, we've got a show for you every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock, conspiracyconversations.com. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. 
Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.